Hey, good morning, good morning, everybody. I'm not going to be that loud. I love you guys so much. Enjoy the presence of God. Enjoy embracing more of the supernatural. But I just wanted to um, really, really just talk about, you know, our parents. Not our family, our parents our mothers and our fathers. God say, honor thy mother and thy father. And he never said, honor thy perfect mother and father. Everybody makes mistakes, even our parents. And a lot of our parents make mistakes due to the mistakes that was done unto them. Just making the best out of being a parent. Learning along the way. Everybody walk is different as to them being here. Some seek God all the time. Some only sometimes. Some not. I mean, but God is still with every single one of us. And everybody has two parents. Whether they're absent or not, you still have two parents. And I want you to really pray for your parents. And even if you have parents that are, you know, that are in the kingdom, even, you know, communicate with your parents. That can never go undone. Those are your parents and they will forever be your parent. Everybody had an upbringing where they regret something or wish they could change something. But when you begin to see like God sees, that very thing you wish you could change actually have you to stand strong where you are now. And there was nothing but God prospering you in that very area. Hallelujah. I love you so much. I thank God for you so much. A lot of times our parents disappoint us. But take your focus off of that and put your focus on each parent and God's point of view. He could have put you with any other family Due to having any other set of parents. But he giving you over to them. They honored and you should be honored as well. To be exactly how it is. If you have a parent who wasn't there and they still here. Pray for that parent. Because that is your father. Or that is your mother. Period. God sees everything. And if you see it through, you're going to see the better side of everything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Quick testimony. My dad's been incarcerated since I was five years old. 
My spending time with him and seeing him before five, I don't really recall too much, but only in church encounters, not too much at home because we spent most of our time in church. And I spent after five visiting him in the prisons. You know, different jails, different places. And I have a great dad. Just went at the wrong place at the wrong time. And it brought me to God even closer. Because I needed a father. Not just a God. Father, he's not here. God, he's not here physically. Can you be that for me? And that's exactly what God wanted me to say. And he did more than that. Even though a lot of things we don't listen, you know, to God. We want to try to do things ourselves. Testing the waters or anything. And we find ourselves back in his arms. Because his way is always better. He taught me everything. And imagine that relationship. Your God as your father for real. And you are a daughter who he created. And he helping you every step of the way. My mom is a great mom. She worked a lot. So I had more time with God. He showed me. He taught me everything that a mother would say. He became my father and my mother. No one's an orphan. Whether your parents in the kingdom or not, you still have parents. Every being, you know, we are eternal. No one is dead. Only the flesh dies. Every spirit will always live. That's why I don't go to grave sites. I'm not against anyone who does. But who am I talking to? I look up and talk to you. Not look down. You're not there. You know, I haven't seen my dad in 15 years. <laughs> because it's not that safe to go up on that mountain. He's way in Pennsylvania. And there were some cases where some people didn't come back. And my father has a lot of, you know... It's a lot of people there that it's different gangs. They got the all blacks. See, even in that prison, it's either you with the blacks, you you with your own race. You stick with your own race. There are no Mexicans with no blacks there. The Mexicans with themselves, they stay in that race. It's like everybody in there stay in their own kind. And so my dad, he been there for a long time, and they know that to get under a man's skin is to say something about his daughters. And that's one of the reasons why he don't want us to come. Because I don't been and seen them in different prisons. And some people try to get under the skin by looking at us and things like that. And we don't want our father in there fighting. You know? Because sometimes the guards can be in on it. Especially the ones who are racist. Waiting to pull the trigger. And I haven't seen him in a long time. He never even physically met my son. You know, 
And no man will take my life. No man can take my life unless I lay it down. Every time I'm about to make a trip there, it's always a snowstorm there. It snows a lot on that mountain. And I ain't talking about no little couple of feet of snow. It'd be a lot of snow. Like half of my body. You understand? And I just say this because a lot of people we take for granted. And there are people out here who would love to have a father at home. Or a mother at home. Or parents, period, in the house. Even parents together. And whether they're not together, parents, period. You understand? Be grateful for what you have. When I was a little girl, I used to be ashamed of my family. When they wanted to come to my school and my functions, I never told them about my program that they wanted to come because I was embarrassed. Because, you know, I grew up Jewish. They come with those mantles on their heads and all those things. I didn't want the kids to tease me. Because kids were very cruel back then. They would joan about anything. And I couldn't take nobody joining on my family because my mother told me if someone pick with you, go find the nearest bottle, crack it on the ground, hit it upside the head. Now, what kind of advice to give an elementary school child that? And every time somebody tried to bother me, guess what I did, guys? I did what my mother said. I went to go look for a bottle and I cracked it on the ground. And the kids ran. <laughs> they ran. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's crazy. <laughs> oh God. She's gone mad. Oh God. I'm trying to tell you. Parents giving advice like that. I'm just the sweetest little girl. Sweetest quiet little girl. But you know, I did what she told me to do. You, and I, she was like, listen to me. You better listen or I'm going to beat you. Okay. Somebody bother you. you get a bottle. You crack it on the ground. And you go bust upside the head. So pretty much you want me to commit a crime. You want me, you want me, you know, you want me to commit murder. Or attempted murder. That's what you asked me to do. And I'm not even aware of that. You know, I'm a kid. I'm in, I'm in the first grade, second grade. And every time I did that, chasing the kids around with a crack bottle. Because we were told we were different. A lot. We couldn't wear pants. We couldn't eat the food in the school. We couldn't do certain things. We couldn't say the Pledge of Allegiance. A lot of things we couldn't do. And kids ask us all kinds of questions. Why y'all can't wear pants? Why y'all got to bring y'all own lunch? Why y'all can't eat this? Why y'all can't do that? Why your family members come with those things on their head? What's those things called? You know? And I was like, man, I can't stand this family. Keep embarrassing me. Keep having people join on us. And then we come home from church on Fridays. We have, we have mantles on. We try to hurry up and take them off or we had ducked down in the neighborhood. So the kids won't sit without mantles on. And the whole time, none of them understand. What? What are you ashamed of? What are you ashamed of? You have good news. See, it wasn't explained to us. We were just told what to do and not taught as to why we're doing what we're doing. That's why it's so important to talk to your children. And most parents don't know how to open up. Some parents are not affectionate. My mom is not affectionate because my grandmother's not affectionate. But I am because of God. I'm very affectionate because God is. He raised me. My mother looking like, oh, wow, you was an amazing kid. Yeah, God did that. You are there. You're a great mom, of course. Great mother, fun to be around. But God raised me. He raised me. 
I didn't know how to talk to my mom about, you know, girly things. I didn't feel right because we, ne we never opened up. We, she's not affectionate for me to do that. I never laid my head on her lap or nothing like that. We didn't do that. Let alone kiss on the cheek or anything. We didn't do that. We felt other ways to communicate our love. And it definitely wasn't that. And then here go my granddad. You know, on my, you know, <laughs> I ain't going to say what side, but, you know, not the, not the preaching one, but <laughs> the other granddad. He was the one, you know, the fisherman. He was definitely, and I ain't talking about no fisher of men. I'm talking about he was a real fisherman. I'm trying to tell <laughs> you. Oh, God. He a fisher of men, but he ain't know it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. <laughs> You know, he, he fished anything, you know, any day, you know, he lived in the water. You know, that's what he do. He had his own boat. And he just lived in the boat. And that's what my grandfather did. You know, one of my grandfathers. And he just, he type of person, he'd be like, you know, drink this beer. You know, we a kid. Ah, tough enough, drink that beer. You know, that's what he'd do when we were kids. Give us a beer. You understand? <laughs> Drinking beer since kids. Sit with our grandfather who does that. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> Until one day, I got, you know, you know, it was my sister or was it me? It was me who got my mom in trouble by accident. I didn't mean to. Somebody on the bus had a beer. And I was like, oh, mom, a blue ball. I want the blue ball. I want blue ball. Oh, God. It was like, oh, she give her child beer. Oh, God. She used to give us beer to present sleep. You understand? We like two years old drinking beer. We drinking beer, man. God, <laughs> you know, I'll burn it to the best they can do. My mom's okay with me telling this. I mean, I don't know. You know she don't know about this Oh, God. <laughs> now nah, she's okay. She's okay. But seriously, guys. But seriously, guys, for real. You know, I'm the one who got her in trouble. You know, people was like, hold on. The bus, they ain't played back then in the early 90s. You know what I'm saying? They was like, hold on, what? You want a blue bull? How's the little girl over the blue bull is? Oh, she want a blue ball. I'm not gonna... Everybody got my mother on strings on the bus. They's ready to jump my mother on the bus. We giving this little girl beer. You understand? Seriously. You know, I suddenly got burnt when I was a little a little girl. You know, they left the, they left the cigarette unattended around. You know, a two year old got burnt really bad on my arm. You know, and just a lot of things. You know, but just thank God that you know our parents. You know. They live their lives, you know, too, as well as being a parent. Because a lot of times, a lot of us wasn't planned. And guess what? And they still took care of us the best way they can. And they could. Be grateful for that. If I'd known they what I know now, I would have been pressed to bring my family to my school. No care what the kids say. This is my grandmother. This is my grandfather. His name is Bishop Charles E. Hood. And that's my... <laughs> I'm be crying a lot in this season. I'm trying to tell you, oh God. I'm be crying a lot, yeah. I'm just so appreciative, yeah. I just thank God that... Is no, nothing is never final when you want to change it and make it right. I mean, my grandfather made it right. Yeah, I felt so out of place at his homegoing service because we, we didn't talk. We didn't be around because he was so angry that I left his congregation. But it wasn't that God called me out of it to have me step into what I'm really called to do. And it had to be his way and not my grandfather's way. And he wanted to be his way. We're going to praise God my way. We're going to do it my way. Like I said, praise the Lord, saints. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all my saints. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, God. You know? And I just thank God. 
And it's so amazing how I have a lot of his personality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of things I had to cast down on John Tay. I did. In my family bloodline, you know, they have a lot of money and a lot of power. But they got to know that money don't come with power. You understand? But they have a lot of money and they have a lot of influence. Let me say it that way. And with that, sometimes you can think that, you know, you're some type of emperor out here for real. This man, he was an emperor for real. You know, I'm trying to tell you. And it passed down. You know, it was like that. I was acting like that as a little girl. And I realized, hold on, I can't be like that. You know, who am I demanding my little brother around? You know what I'm saying? Go fetch my water. You know, doing all this. I mean, seriously, real life doing that. And he would do it every time, you know, but. I think I cast that down. I know a lot of you like glad I cast that down too. Like, yeah, I'm glad you cast that down. You know, we ain't having that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ain't nobody doing that over here. You understand? No controlling this over here. Yeah, I love that. That I'm very humble. But you know, just that God don't make any mistakes. He don't make any mistakes. We do, and we learn from them if we allow Him to, you know, have us to learn from Him by seeing everything through. You know. Even the conviction to be converted, see it through. Don't deny it, you know. Don't be angry at your parent. Don't regret this. Don't be mad about this or any of that, you know. I never forget, you know, growing up, my mom, you know, great mom, you know, great mom. I'm not focused on your mistakes. I thank God that, you know, I'm here. I'm here. And that's one of the reasons why God put in me to desire. You know, about children, seriously, guys, because it's not just raising a child. You're bringing forth, you know, an eternal being in the earth to inherit life. And there are no limits to the population in the kingdom. So I want as much as I can to release that here on earth as it's in the kingdom. And I can do that? Why not? See, living from the supernatural, you tend to love things that many in the natural do not. Because it don't make sense naturally to even want kids right now in this day and age. But to what's, you know, far as the kingdom, it couldn't be any perfect. You know, perfect or not a word, but you know, it couldn't have been more perfect. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Seriously. Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. But seriously, about parents, like my dad, you know, I'm gonna go visit. I'm ready to go visit my dad, but you know, I'm just, you know, no man can take my life, but just be very cautious. You know, I won't put myself in that type of environment, you know, to go up there. But you know, God is, you know, He'll lead me when He's ready. But I can feel that the time is coming soon for me to see my dad and him to meet his grandson for the first time. But I don't want to go there and. You know, somebody on purpose say something to get under his skin. And then I get a phone call that he's in the hole or something like that. Because he's been in the hole a couple of times this year due to racist fights. You know, fights break out. Or somebody put their hands on you. And then you got the young guys in there now. He's, he's like the kingpin. He's been there for a long time. Since, 80, you know, 89. And then some of them young guys don't want to hear what the old guys got to say or try to come there and play so hard. And, you know, my, my father's not like that. You know, for him to be short, he's, you know, he's fast and he's very, you know, strong. He's very strong. And he's a librarian and he teaches the guys who wants to get their GED. He teaches people, you know, he's a teacher. 
He used to, you know, used to be the chef in there, but, you know, he didn't want to deal with the rats, I guess. Oh, God. They got rats up in there. Oh, God. And, oh, oh God. Baby, Lord, we can't be in here. God, God, I got to take me somewhere. Oh, God, I can't do Can't do No. And, you know, but he's also a musician. You know, he plays music for, you know, the, the um, I'm about to say the institution. Nah, ain't no institution. The, uh, what is it? Yeah, the prison, you know. He, he plays for them. But I just wanted to tell you about a little bit about, you know, both of my parents. I have great parents. My father and mother met in junior high school. They were junior high sweethearts, high school sweethearts, and got married straight out of America. I mean, straight out of um, high, high school. You know, they couldn't go to the prom because, you know, my my father, that's my father's side that's Jewish. And he, they believe in the Sabbath. And the prom was on a Friday night. So my mom was, you know, she was like prom queen but couldn't get the nomination. You have to be present. She wasn't there because she had to go to church with him. So she was a little bothered, but she, you know, she was in love with him. So that's why I took her to my prom, you know, because she never been to hers. And I gave her that chance to see that scenery. And it's so amazing. I had to tell them teachers, don't play with my mom. Don't play with my mom, Mr. Such and Such. <laughs> don't play with my mom. <laughs> Leave my mom alone. <laughs> you understand? And when my friends saw, you know, the students, my classmates saw that was my mom, it's like, wow, you want your mother? Wow. You know, it's amazing. I did a lot of things with my mom. I love my mom, my sister, and my brother. Out of, out of me, my sister, and brother, I'm the middle child. And, you know, I always had the responsibility to, like, freely, you know, want to do for my sister and brother and just give them everything. And I realized I was giving them way too much to the point they were just only having their hands out. I'm like, where the hell is that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just thank God that, you know, he's also restoring us because we just, we live our own lives, separate lives. And we, you know, we message right now and, you know, then, and you know, and we come together when it's time to come together. But, you know, as far as us hanging out every day, all day, no, we don't do that. We used to, but no, we don't do that now. But I just thank God for our parents, guys. I used to always be like, I wish I could change who I am, who family I am. But if I change the family that I have, then that's going to change who I am. And I love who I am. So love the family that you're with. You know you love your family. And I realize when I get around my family, I'm like, wow. You guys are my family, my bloodline. And we, we haven't had a family reunion in a while, but I'm very emotional because it's like God's personality is really like the way how God sees things and how he values and loves things, I do. And it's shown through my tears. And if I get around them, I'm going to cry like, oh my God, I'm going to think deep about it. I'm a very deep thinker. Yeah, I really am. And I'd be like, oh my God, look at the blood, all this blood, my blood, my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you all right? No. You want a hamburger? No. God, seriously, but back to the parents, guys. Love your parents. Honor your parents. Seriously. I know some people can't help but to put their parents in a home because of whatever lifestyle you have, you know? And there's some of us who like, you know, I'd be daggone if my parents go into a home, you know? Seriously, but everybody's situation is different. Some people can't attend to their parents as much as others can. But just testifying on my part, it's no way in fiery hell my mother going to no home. You understand? Any parent, even in-laws, it's no way. No. 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 My life's not even set up to be in a way where I can 
have it that way. I'm not even created to even think that way. Everybody's life is different. You may be created to do that. I'm not. It's not even in me to think that way. Hallelujah. I love that our parents, you know, do their best. You know? I thank God for that. Instead of me having a mom my entire life, I, you know, I had a friend and a mom. Don't get me wrong. A mom, mom. But she was more so a friend. Because her, her childhood was, you know. She didn't get a chance to live her childhood the way she was supposed to. She got married so young. Had children so young. You know. And I just thank God that. He restoring our families. But right now he having to deal with with you guys, with your parents. You, you know, your parents. If your father is in the kingdom, say something to him. If you call on anybody in the kingdom, they will hear. All the way from the kingdom. And just know that the kingdom is also within you. I've never been so close with my grandfather before. And guess what? Nobody else knows it. Everybody in the kingdom, but not, nobody naturally knows it. And a lot of things that he used to eat that I'm starting to hear that my family saying, I like those things. I'm like, oh my God. It's so amazing how I'm so much like my granddad. And I'm the one who he, you know, was disregarding in such a way when it, come, when it came to him passing down the blessing. And yet I'm the one who's to be blessed. My God. Because he, he always thought it would be a boy, a grand, it'd be a grandson, or it would be passed down to one of his grandsons, or, you know, the brothers. He never saw, you know, it to be my granddaughter. Because a lot of times he believed that he's, you know, he, he weighed back in those times before women was, you know, voting. But he respect women, but he think that men do or, you know, have the everything. Women just, you know, sit down and just look pretty and cook, and, you know what I'm saying, have babies. But... Then he started noticing, oh, I have a granddaughter. But he kept ignoring it. Mm -hmm. He kept ignoring it. Because he wanted to be a boy. He wanted to be a, one of his grandsons or one of his, you know, his son even. Brother, somebody. My granddaughter? Wow. And we get to enjoy every moment right now. You know? I love that. I went to his homegoing service. I felt so out of place. Because I didn't know him. I didn't know what to say. Or how to feel. I couldn't even cry. I didn't know you. That's how much I wasn't around you. You know? And now, I know you more than... Anybody have it, you know, ever knew you here? Because I know you, not who you were. I know who you are. Because who you were is not who you are. Hallelujah. So don't be mad at your parents. Don't disregard your parents. 
Love your parents. Pray for your parents. Hallelujah. God is so good. It's not easy to see our parents be taken advantage of when they're in relationships and marriages. It's not easy. But we're not going to say anything because we feel like we're overstepping our boundaries. But there's no way in the world you can walk with God and see every relationship and not see them all for what they're really supposed to be and what they do appear to be. Whether this a person supposed to be, you can feel if it's of God in this, if it's not. No matter how long a person may want to stay in it, you know if it's of God and if it's not. And trust me, they do too. But just continue to try to make the best of it. Because it's better to stay that way to some people than to admit you made a mistake in such a way and have God to fix it. Seriously, this don't apply to everybody. But you can feel when you have really married the wrong person. You can feel it because you don't feel no connection completely with that person. You may have 75%. You might even have 85 to 90%. You don't have that 400%. And that other part of the percentage that is missing is very important to you. That's what's missing, lacking, and broken. Those areas that are very important to you. And this year is a year of truth. Of truth. Meaning that people are going to start walking in the truth and denying every lie. No matter what it costs. Now, when I say cost, I don't mean price. I mean whether it costs me to feel embarrassed. You know, or humiliated or people knowing what's going on. It don't even matter as long as I get out of this mess. Seriously. God's sitting people down letting them know what you're doing to the person who you say you love. And for those who are with someone who they're not supposed to be with, God is also sharing information with you regarding them. Seriously. There's no way you could be with someone and not know they're not for you. That goes for all of us, guys. I know exactly what that feels like. I didn't tell God not to tell me anything if you see anything. Because I don't want to admit I made a mistake in such a way. So, in other words, be quiet about it. God, please. And here come God because of favor in my life. She told me not to tell her. She never told me not to have her to feel. So let me allow her to feel so she can ask. Then I can tell. See how God strategizing because how much he loves us. Just a ble- Come on, somebody. He don't have to do any of that. He had me to feel I was wrong. Did I begin to ask? Am I wrong? Yes. Here's how we make it right. Here I am today.
Hallelujah. I don't feel like it's okay to be away from your dad, not to see your dad in over 15 years. Come on, somebody. That's a long time. That's a very, very long time. Matter of fact, it's before that. I mean, it's longer than that. Because my son wasn't even born. And he's about to be 15. He wasn't even thought of. Hallelujah. My God. I really feel it in me to see my dad. I have a dad I want to see. He always tell me how proud he is of me, but I want him to see me. I want to see my <laughs> Please excuse me for crying. I've always been such a positive kid, you know. I've always been so motivating as a kid because I'm born to be that way. I used to always tell my sister, come on, let's do this. Let's go see our dad. No, Mongo, I ain't doing that. No. You always want to hold on to something. Let it go. No. <laughs> He's both our dad. And we are his daughters. And he would love to see. Both of us was daddy's girls, but I'm the youngest, and I'm the one who looks exactly like my dad. I'm just lighter with lighter hair than everybody. You understand? And he always kept me and my sister on each lap. I'm always on the right lap. She always on the left lap. And one thing about me and my sister, we, we don't be jealous of each other because he never had us to feel like one is better than the other. He always, you know, shared his love equally with us. But when it comes to other people, we heard we had team up on him. No, that's our father. Move. Get away. Everybody wanted to be around our dad because he's so cool. He's so funny. You know, that's why I get my humor, you know, from God. But God placed it in my, my father and my grandfather. It's passed down. But let me tell you guys how amazing it is. Everything about my father, personality, the positive of everything, and my grandfather, it's me, the daughter. My father don't have any sons. And it's the daughter, me. I'm like them, you know, it's like my grandfather, his son, and me, the granddaughter. And my grandfather would never thought it would be my granddaughter. He thought it would be one of my grandsons because I have other cousins too. He has, you know, other children, my grandfather. My father has siblings, you know, and he's happening to be the only boy. And I have aunts, you know. I have more male cousins than female cousins on my father's side, yeah. But if I was in the immediate, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's a lot more, you know, women, <laughs> And that's just like, it's amazing. We used to be like, no, get away from my father. Everybody used to love being around my dad. Yeah, he's so fun to be around. He really is. Yeah. He's he been in prison so long that I, I pray for him a lot because his mental, uh, you know, is not, you know, it's not where it's supposed to be, you know, right now, you know. When you've been living that prison life, Trying to protect yourself your whole life. You understand? Since what? How old? He was like, what? 
25? How? Yeah, he's, you know, he is he, how he is. You know what I'm saying? You understand? I just want to talk about, you know, guide me talk about our parents. You know, think about your parents. You love your parents. If you, if you feel like you didn't, then have a better, you know, appreciation for them now than you have before. Hallelujah. Seriously. I love you guys so much. I thank God for you so much. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. You know, thank God for you. Enjoy this beautiful day. And thank you for praying for me. Yeah. And this season, I'm be crying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> because so many things about to come to pass. And God heard my cry about my dad. So it's about that time. I go see my dad. And I'm very nervous, guys. I haven't seen him in over 15 years. I don't know, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't want to cry. You know? I don't want to cry. I don't want to drink no wine before I go. Because I said I wouldn't do that. You know. I don't know. When they come out. You know. That's it. When they come out. You're there. I don't know what to say. I don't know. Physically, he'd been gone since I was five. Last time I saw him, I was, you know, like what, 20, 21? I'm in my mid-30s, you know. I haven't seen him. So I don't know what to expect when I see him. I don't know what happened since he's been in that. But we write each other, though. I guess he get to the point where he, he can't really take being away from us because the letters not coming in as they used to. And then one time I, mess, I messaged and I was like, why is he not messaging back? And it took a family member who, you know, to tell me that he, you know, he didn't want you to know, but he was in the hole. He can't talk. And I really started panicking. He's where? In the hole, what happened? You know, and he was there for some months. So then he sent me some more letters, then they stopped again. What? He's in the hole again. He's never been in a hole like this this much. What's going on there? And then doing and then due to and then due to quote unquote COVID, the people who had COVID were able to go out and go on the field. I mean not I mean go in the courtyards. You know, and play and do free time outside of their cells. But those who didn't have COVID had to stay locked up in their room so they wouldn't contract it. Now, doesn't that sound backwards? You would think those who have it would be like locked down and isolated. No, they gave them the freedom. And those who didn't have it, they, you know, they had them in the room locked up. So my father was in the room without being able to do his music, which brings, keep his sanity. You know, and then he couldn't do, you know, his reading, researching his, you know, his case and just reading period also. And then not teaching the guys, communicate with other people. He was by himself in his cell all that time, months and months and months for a whole year to COVID. Whole year in your cell like that. 
and they don't even serve you food to go eat. You don't even go out to your cell to eat. They put the, serve the food in your room. So it's like you don't have that much room to move around. You really feel like an animal. And that's why he probably kept getting in the hole. You know? It was people there that would just be pressed to get the COVID just so they could get out their cells. You know? And I was like, wow. Just like, wow. So just lift that up for me and my dad. I love, I'm a daddy's girl. I am. Me and my sister. We, he loves us so much. And we know he, he loved us a little too much. He was overprotective. Real bad. <laughs> real bad. Locking us in the house like that with kids. <laughs> and my mother. <laughs> He's like, ain't nobody going to touch my women. <laughs> These my women. <laughs> and I um, I just ready to see him. But I'm very nervous to see him, guys. Yeah. And I definitely, you know, don't want my son to see me, you know, emotional like that. Yeah. But he need to see him too. Yeah. I don't talk about him too much to my son because I don't want him to ask me all these questions. You know, what happened? Why are you there? And all these things, you know. Why my grandfather in prison? Isn't that for bad people? Because my son is really big on, you know, protecting people from the, I mean, from, you know, with the law to, to protect people. He keeps saying, I want to be an officer, mom. But I'm like, okay, you're 14. You've been saying that since you were 12. Now, you know, if you keep saying that, then I'm going to help you pursue that. But I don't, I don't know if it's just a phase because you love people. You want to protect them from what's right and what's wrong, you know, so, but. He seems to stick with that. He wants to, he said he wanted to get all the bad guys off the streets. I was like, oh, God, you one of those kind of cops? Oh, God. Well, you just look out for your mother. Don't, don't try to lock me up. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't obey your law. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but no, seriously. He just, it burns him up to see, you know, someone don't receive justice. You know? So that's why I'm just being patient with him. Because the way how he feel, he, sing, he sounds more like, you know, an attorney than an officer. He sounds more like he wants to protect people with justice and not protect people, you know, off the streets. You know, but he don't know too much of the difference between them because he's not that educated in those areas because he's not pursuing them. He's just saying what he wants. But if you really have a passion for something, you would, you know, you'll be, that's what you'll be doing. You'll be researching. That's what all you'll be doing. And I noticed, that's why I, I fall back as a parent. I observe my son to give him space but, you know, because he's still, he's very young. But I do want you to know what you want to do. And a lot of things about him I notice. He writes down actors' names, their parts in the movie, and how they, how they impacted him in the movie that he's seen. And I noticed, I was like, what in the world is he writing all these, and all these pictures? And he takes pictures of them while, while he's watching the movie. I'm like, what in the world? So you enter that. Because he's really showing a passion for that. But I'm falling back to see what he really wants. So now what he's doing, he's starting to, you know, get a feel of what he really wants to do. And I'm just going to fall back and watch. And when he's ready, I'm ready. I'm already prepared. You know. I just thank God for blessing me to raise him in the way he should go. You know. That's our parents. 
Our parents made many mistakes, and so did we as parents. You know, our parents made many mistakes. Even us as siblings made mistakes with our, you know, our other siblings. You understand? Black melanin our siblings, you know, especially the ones you got. If you got siblings way younger than you, oh God, <laughs> poor siblings. If you was that type of person, having them do everything, being bossy, oh God, being bossy. I used to be bossed around a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thank God for that. Good, you know, everything worked together for all good. But that's my time for now, guys. Just thank you. Just keep me in, just keep me in prayer for me seeing my dad. I'm very nervous, but right now the prison is still closed due to COVID. They don't want to want to come in, you know. But just keep me in prayer because I really want to see my dad. Yeah. I used to get drunk and just cry for my dad all the time. Mm-hmm. And God's put an end to all of that. Yeah. You have a call coming in. I was not going to let that phone call erase everything. That's 44 minutes in. Uh-uh. I'm not starting over. So let me hurry get off because that's the phone call I need to have right now. So I love you guys so much. And thank you for praying for me and my family. I pray for you and yours. Love your mother. Love your father. Hallelujah. And never provoke your children to anger. I love you. Creator is using us, then using the world. I love you.